I think that's the worst part about radio shows is when you actually see what the person looks like in real life. It's true. It's always, it's world shattering. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. Uh, my name is Bo Schwartz, and joining me today, as always, is Crofton Steers. Crofton, hello. Hello, Bo Schwartz. Also joining us is Michael Hodgins. Michael, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, looking forward to getting another episode in the can. What say you guys we jump in right away? Because I have a feeling that uh, we're in full debate mode today, and uh, I don't want to waste any time. Mike, can you get I'm not this? A- I'm not in full debate mode. I just like getting along with people. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. We're, aren't we a consensus show? Isn't that what we always strive to get a consensus at the end? Depends on the topic, right? So let's hope the random topic. Whoa, 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 all this conflict already. I am. I can't take this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make a. I'm going to make a prediction that uh, we're going to get a fluff topic. Okay. Well, let's, let's hope so. They're fun. <laughs> fluff topic. All right, Mike. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Let's let's do it. <laughs> Watch me something really serious. No genocide, no genocide, no genocide. I would be, oh, it's not genocide. What have we got? Um, I don't know, uh, cosmetic surgery. Yeah, this is a fun, yeah, yeah, no, okay, all right. Is that fluff? I don't know if that's fluff. I think it's pretty fluff. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. It, so, it's not a super serious. So uh, we're talking about non-life threatening related surgery, right? Yeah. Like no. tummy tucks and and uh, lip injections. Is that and, is that what's known as elective surgery, or do I have that word? Elective, wrong? yeah. Well, yeah. elective might be. I'd say elective is a little bit different. Okay, yeah. so cosmetic is purely. Well, let's. I'm not a, feeling sexy enough. And I would I want say some that it's in the title. It's cosmetic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, there's two types, in my mind, and watch me box this already, uh, there are two types of cosmetic <laughs> surgery, okay? There's there's cosmetic surgery that is is like, as Bo said, the I'm not looking sexy enough, I'm going to do myself up cosmetic surgery. And then there's the I've been scarred in a fatal accident and look completely disfigured and need to to regain self-esteem type of cosmetic surgery. I don't put the two in the same category. One is what I would call elective, which is the I want to look better. And, and the other and the other is almost like I want to feel normal again. Like I, I it's hard for me to quantify that as it's a- funny though, because also not to be light about people who have horrible facial disfigurements, but I'm sure they're also like, I want to look better. I mean, it's really, it is cosmetic, right? Like they still want to look, I think that your point is well taken in that it's it's bringing someone back up to feeling like how they used to feel or someone who is quote unquote normal wanting to be like, I want to look like movie star. Or uh, yeah, I think, I think on the one, on that, on that specific uh, train of thought, it's that, uh, you know, when you're disfigured, you go through a probably traumatic experience and it just adds to your, like, you're, the way you feel about yourself, everyone does, you know, is tied to your standing amongst other people. Like how you feel when you go to the grocery store, if everyone stares at you, that's a quality of life issue. That's just something that humans can't be better than or zen about. Right. You know. Is is that how you feel, Bo? 
What? No, I'm not disfigured. Oh, like you know what? A lot of people in the past week because the beard is growing. I've been getting some some just dead stares. Like like not like oh look a beard like 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 freak style. And I'm I'm amused by it. I don't feel bad. I I, uh, <laughs> I get quite a bit of entertainment. I went into the Bridgehead Coffee Shop today, and there was this woman sort of standing in viewpoint of the door. And she was looking at me and I looked back at her and, you know, usually when you look at someone who looks at you, they generally tend to avert their eyes because, you know, they don't want you to, I don't know, get us. It's just what we do. Right. Kept staring. And I'm like, it's for sure the beard. That might be my confirmation bias. Uh, It's either that or my boyish good looks. But (laughs) I, I felt it was more the beard because it wasn't there was no swoon with this look. It was more just like a. Does that guy realize how? Does this have to do looks? with cosmetic surgery? Are you having? No, he's cosmetic... totally off track. No, yeah, we're talking. Are you talking about the beard hiding your disfigurement? Because I agree, it does a good job. Well, no, we're talking. Okay, look, uh, what, I'm, what look, I'm saying is that you made a joke about me being a freak of society with my beard. I know your, your beard's very good. Let's not let it take over um, this podcast as it has your life. Uh, so, okay, <laughs> cosmetic surgery. I think about it like this. My brother. Is is a uh, you know he likes to go to the gym and work out and he looks he looks pretty good. But say like any drinks. That's an attractive guy. I, I would say Richard, you're an attractive guy. Don't take that whoa, the wrong whoa, way. that was sincere. Whoa, he wasn't like just saying whoa. that. He felt it. I'm confident person. I can say things about. <laughs> I can tell well, other men that they're attractive. So okay. so say Richard. Richard goes. This is my Not brother. Russia. Richard goes to the gym. You know he's working on his pecs. It's glutes, yeah, and, and everything's looking good. But he's just like, oh my, my pecs, you know, they're just. I keep working them out. I've, I'm drinking, you know, a liter of creatine a day, and they're just not the way <laughs> up. So he goes down to the old cosmetics surgery store and says, I'd like some pectoral implants uh, to make my pecs look more like shaped the way I want them, like muscles. And then the guy's like, oh yeah, sure, that'll be whatever, eight grand or whatever. And then he puts in a pectoral implant to make the shape of his pecs look more macho uh, that he couldn't achieve. That's an example, I think, of cosmetic surgery. Yes. No, for sure it is. It's funny that you I chose mean, the man. A breast implant for women well, is like the most... Well, I just thought, let's break the stereotype that it's but, but cosmetic. Stereotype. Yeah. Okay, this, this is it. You guys are on the right track here. When talking about cosmetic surgery, the cosmetic surgery is the end of a long track that began with societal standards on on beauty. Um, and when I was talking about disfigurements earlier, I was thinking about even people who are born disfigured and all this and just trying to attain a, a, a sense of a sense of normalcy. And that that is that is based on a, um, a society wide impression of beauty that that's changing. Let's face it. It's all ever changing, even though, you know, for a while it was extremely skinny. Now it's 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 slightly different and and back in the 50s it was something different and all this but people are chasing that and now they have artificial means to get there which is cosmetic surgery and so it is the the end of sort of a conditioning cycle that they themselves are in so i think the whole thing could be labeled as toxic yeah okay yeah, yeah. i mean vibing off our feminism feminism episode there is a standard of of beauty that's out there for women for men too but i think co- I'm not sure if it's a stereotype or if it's actually true that the majority of these cosmetic surgeries are engaged by women, but that's what you see the most often and that there's a standard of beauty that's out there that people want to, um, that women want to, you know, use and, and uh, to attain uh, that standard of beauty to make themselves feel better about them themselves. But we've all seen where that goes when people have a sickness about this kind of thing. 
and that they've gotten way too many cosmetic surgeries, and then they are looking like a freak show on Entertainment Tonight. Um, wh- one thing I'd like to bring up about the <laughs> okay cosmetic surgery. So, is and I think Crofton's point about the this whole systemic thing of the beauty related is this the start goal of these societal norms of beauty and this sort of thing. Um, but a, a sort of different angle on it than the like also someone being disfigured and wanting to look normal, fit into society. What about the concept that people don't feel uh, like themselves? So I'm thinking of, say, maybe transgendered people or people that feel like they're living in a body that's not their their own. And they feel that this is a legitimate feeling and that cosmetic surgery is, is a way. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm going to someone who maybe wants to, to gender transition, but it might be someone who legitimately feels like I don't feel like myself and if I have this surgery, it'll make me feel more like who I am. So is 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 I mean, you were saying because this this is the other angle of saying that like, like that this is a toxic thing, saying that we have these societal definitions of beauty and people spend money alter their bodies. But what about when it's something like someone just feels they're the, they were born the wrong sex and would like to gender shift or something like that this is a this is a way that you can enable those people to feel more like the people that they 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 are for, for my for my thing i i don't think that um I, i'm not coming out against cosmetic surgery or or i'm just explaining i th- i was trying to clarify that the there is a standard of beauty and there are people with extreme self-esteem issues with respect to this but um in the case of of someone there are probably many reasons to have cosmetic surgery. And in that particular case, like my concern would be, how do I know that that's going to, that's an extreme uh, type of surgery. And how do I know that that's going to make me actually feel better about myself? Like, what do you go through to prepare yourself for a big transition like that? Um, because it involves more than just, you know, in the pectoral case, they can be removed. There might be some scarring, but it's kind of reversible. Um, my understanding is that perhaps some of these transgender surgeries might not be reversible. So I find that much more challenging. Uh, but, but if it's what they want to do, I think that that is, um, I think uh, for me, that sounds acceptable. But yeah, no, exactly. I, I think Mike raises a really interesting point about the transgendered uh, thing. And, and I fall that in, I, I put that not, not in a derogatory way into the sort of disfigured people like Bo that I mentioned earlier, who, who are, who are kind of, that's, it's the reasoning behind the cosmetic surgery. It's not like a, on, on, it's not the cosmetic surgery itself. It's it's a means to an end, and you have to look at the reasons that lead to to that end. And so, on one side, again, you have the people that don't necessarily need it that are doing it, chasing a false uh, beauty god that they have been sort of brainwashed into to uh, to desiring. And on the other hand, you have people that need it for severe mental health reasons uh, that they feel that they are uh, the wrong gender, that they that they fe- that they were born with a disfigurement, that they suffered a disfigurement. So, I mean, I I find it tough. Uh, because in the end, it's not the cosmetic surgery itself; it's the reasons behind why you would get it, and, and that's why I'm I'm having a hard time with this one. Um, have you ever con- have either of you ever considered cosmetic surgery for yourself oh, yeah, or someone you know? I <laughs> no, I don't think I have. Um, but I I haven't either. I thought, it, but I haven't either. But I haven't had like a an issue that would require uh, require it and. 
I think that like one, if I look at people my age and, and or there's some people that are starting to lose their hair and some of those people might think about hair plugs or something along those lines, some sort of uh, hair replacement thing to fight off aging or to fight off hair loss. As as the people on the video thing can see, I have not had to worry about hair loss at this point. It's a healthy, but healthy head of locks you have. It's true. Uh, for sure, I'm just going to start selling it with Bode's pubic beard there uh, at, at the crap. market. What's going on, guys? You guys are really <laughs> No, it's the fact right that beard hair is I got called disfigured, hair. and my beard is called pubic beard. <laughs> What's going on? Are you trying to pressure me into We're going envious for... of your beard, Bode. We're just, we just suffer from beard envy. And when talking about cosmetic surgery, we just need a point to start with so so but yeah no uh to answer your question i've never thought uh of it just out of sort of narcissistic um making myself more akin to the image of beauty ways and i haven't thought about it in needing to rectify a problem i have a pretty long nose like i might be someone who'd get a nose job but it's not something that i would think about Hmm, maybe you're just lying too much (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, yeah, um, you know, I haven't, I, I haven't considered it, but it's it's one of these things where I, I think that we touched on earlier again. It's a societal norm. If if you take if you take the time to accept your body and your the way your face looks as it is, and you become comfortable with that, and you learn to love yourself, then hopefully you'll never need cosmetic surgery. But I think it's pretty easy to to, to you know imagine if you get in an accident or something, and something changes about. That I, I bet I would consider it if I suddenly had no nose, I might want a prosthetic nose, uh, and so I, I could definitely see it. Um, and I feel like there was probably a time in my life where I would have been more open to it, where I felt. Um, and it's interesting to think about that because um, I'm look the same basically as I did, but maybe had less confidence, less self esteem. Uh, and not that I was—I don't think I was legitimately thinking that. But I have like a kind of a crooked nose, and uh, I don't know—I don't like my jawline particularly. <laughs> so, so you know, you get like stuff an like that. But now I don't special. care anymore. Rawr. And uh, and and I—but I realize that it definitely is attached to uh, self-esteem. So I think when we're talking about cosmetic surgery in the realm of the you look more or less fine, and you, you just think something's wrong, that we're probably talking about self-esteem issues, uh, self-confidence issues as well. Okay, so um, I have a question again for you both because right now I would say even though there's a lot of things that cosmetic surgeries can do, uh, we're probably living in the barbaric ages of cosmetic surgery. So I'm. what, what if you could have um, – what if – just imagine that cosmetic surgery was a little easier to do and you could get things with you, that you wanted as you imagine, imagined them and they wouldn't come out looking – funny like those like those weird celebrities on entertainment like michael jackson yeah like let's let's say let's say you could wind up looking like michael jackson right but let's say we live in a world where you could get what you want would there be things that you would would actually be like you know what now that cosmetic surgery is just perfected um i'd actually like to have a a better ear i need my ear shrunk or i don't know my butt's small i want to puff it up a little bit or something like that yeah well you know what i i if and this and again, but I I realize that these are from societal norms. If I it could well, look, I would not have uh, cosmetic surgery even if this is available. But I feel like if my body naturally, if I had rock hard abs that you could uh, break bricks on, I'd be like sweet, you know. Yeah, I'll but, order one of those. I take. But that. I'm not going to get cosmetic surgery to attain that. I realize that that's a an image that 
is put in the media of how men should look, be more muscly. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to go to surgery or liposuction to get at that. I'm not willing to do any other work to get at it either. That's an interesting question, Bo, because like you could get into these science fiction situations where you could like, what if you could switch out your entire face? Like just yank off well, a face. Yeah, I, put, I'm, I'm put, heading there. Put on a, put on a complete other face. Um, and and it is it is interesting. And if I was in a world like that, I don't I don't know what, how I would react. But I'd like to think, as a guy who's never really cared that much about clothes or his appearance, uh, probably to the detriment of his wife. Um, (laughs) that, uh, that I would probably not give a crap about that stuff. And the the one thing I started thinking when we, when you mentioned that though, you're talking about the dark ages and how things have improved. I may have had cosmetic surgery. I'm not sure. Is laser eye surgery considered cosmetic surgery? Hmm. It's definitely, it's elected. It's it's elected. It's correct. But it's not, it, it doesn't change your physical appearance in any way. Well, yeah, no, it's but utilitarian. Like yeah, it, I guess, I guess, because I did have that. It did change my physical appearance in that before I had to wear glasses. Okay, yeah, um, and, and uh, that was something. That was something that I was somewhat self conscious about. I think that would actually, yeah, put that if you it, glasses being like nerds yeah. wear glasses. Um, even I've had girlfriends be like, "I like you better without your glasses. Take them off," and I'm like, "I need them." So. Now, the rationale behind it, behind the laser eye surgery, actually was an annoyance financial adult decision where I was just like – at one point I was taking scuba diving lessons with Mike and they said you needed to buy prescription goggles. And at that time I needed to buy prescription sunglasses, prescription regular glasses because my old glasses were kind of smashed up. I was like, screw this. I'm just going to zap my eyes full of lasers. But uh, when I was in – like like – when Mike mentioned when he was younger, when I had less self-esteem and this sort of thing, and as well going through teenage years when my parents might have made some poor Hakeem optical choices of frame selection for my glasses, I definitely wanted uh, to be rid of glasses. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I had braces uh, as as a kid. And when I was ah, – when brace, I was Good one. When I was, braces too. When I was offered braces um, – and I was offered them because I was uh, I was a teenager and I didn't need them for medical reasons. They said my jawline was not necessarily going to uh, be in such a way that it was going to be threatening or disfiguring or whatever. Um, it would just be cosmetic. And so my parents literally had to do a sales job because they were covered by their healthcare plan to get me to get have braces throughout throughout high school. So in the end, like I I. I took them and it ended up taking like five years. It was ridiculously long. At one point I had glasses and braces. Now I have neither. And if you tell me which I like more, I'll tell you not having them, I enjoy much more. But you, are you happy that you, your parents got you to do that? The thing about the braces, and it's hard to know because I don't know what I would look like otherwise, but I will say that I hated wearing braces. I hated the elastics in my mouth. I hated being self-conscious in high school. I hated that it took three times longer than they told me. And so it, it, if I could go back in time, I might say, yeah, don't do it. It's a trap. But I don't really know how I would look afterwards. I can't really I can't really say. It's an interesting – like I can remember as I had braces too and that's that's – that is an interesting one because I mean, my teeth worked right. Like, I mean, you could say that it would have been the same situation as you, and that, and that I mean, really, we both had them for cosmetic 
reasons. Uh, I could eat food, it was whatever. Uh, but I do recall that one of my, what do you call them, incisors, the like pointy fang teeth that weirdo vampire people get sharpened or extended for through cosmetic surgery to be more like emo weirdos. Um, Thanks. <laughs> anyways, I had one of those and it was definitely like kind of like over some other tooth and it was you know, probably uh, wasn't doing anything for my physical appearance. So I guess I am glad that I that I, that I had it. Also, with something as simple as being like, I, a couple of years ago or two years ago, I got hit in the face with this piece of wood and I had this big gash below my eye and I got stitch, stitched up, right? Now, it would have healed if I had just done nothing to it, except it would have, it would have left a pretty a pretty ragged scar. So maybe just having it nicely stitched up by a doctor is also basically a cosmetic thing. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, I think that, that it's, it's tough when you think about it. It's funny because I was coming into this one. I was all set to rail against cosmetic surgery. Honestly, I was, I was ready to say like, and then as, as, before I opened my mouth, I thought about the disfigurement thing, and I was like, well, I probably should, before I go full tilt and rail against it, I should think about this. But as we talk, and as I realize there are these just little subtle things, I'm not necessarily sure that it would be considered cosmetic surgery, but they are akin in nature. It's made me, It's this is one of those topics where I thought about it a lot more. I'm not sure so, if you guys are ready to so, head into verdicts. Um, soon, what do you guys think about, and so we're going to bring down the uh, classiness level a little bit here. I'm going to be responsible for that. But what do you think about breast implants? To me, they're the, the flagship people. Like when I you say cosmetic <laughs> surgery, I think breast implants. And I don't know if that's wrong or not, but that's the first thing that my word association mind goes to when I hear cosmetic. Sure. So um, do, you think, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Like just what's your take on, on – what, what do you think of them? Yeah, just for the audience, Bo's transitioning, so uh, he's looking into this sort of thing. Um, I, I, uh, I, I, um, it's funny because breast implants is is falls directly into this sort of societal stuff that I talked about earlier, and um, and I don't like. It sucks to say that I don't really have an opinion, but I don't find the answer is I don't find people with implanted breasts to look hideous, uh, and so that. But at the same time, I I find natural breasts to look really nice as well. So, I mean, I really don't – I think it's unhealthy though. I do think it's unhealthy. I think the idea of putting this artificial silicon – the only the only time I really – I would really support it uh, and think that it might be a good idea is to restore someone's self-esteem after a mastectomy. Uh, yeah, right. okay. Yeah, I think both probably talking about the more purely cosmetic sort of Dolly Parton – um, it's a lightning rod for did conversation. Did Dolly Parton have breast implants? Have you seen her breasts? They're bigger than <laughs> one of them's bigger than my head. Yes, she's had a. I thought that was just the way no, that she. No, those looked. are not real. <laughs> oh look, man, maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna run to those words. words. They're, they're, look, I think the thing with breast implants and the reason why it's a lightning rod for conversation around the cosmetic surgery thing is because breasts play a role in sexual attraction. Uh, and in commercial use, like in movies and in advertising, um, you know, th this matters. And, and, and so a lot, I think a lot of women are getting it. But I think this is the kind of thing that's strictly for a self-esteem purpose. There's no sort of, in most cases, I guess, uh, you know, 
there it's 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 frequently used i think a lot of women in show business in these kinds of industries feel that they have to get them to get noticed for example um making them a necessary component when they shouldn't be because maybe we should be celebrating a woman's natural body so that's my sense is that do you think upgrading your body uh strictly for business purposes is that a good thing or is, is it okay is it is it something we should be cool with it's funny, Bo, uh, as you spoke there, it, it's, again, pieces of this puzzle are coming into play. And, and the whole chasing society thing, it's chasing It's chasing youth is what it is. Like almost all these cosmetic surgeries, especially the things you're talking about, are, are, are related to youth obsession. So, for instance... Um, uh, you know, facelifts to to remove wrinkles. Uh, I mentioned the hair plugs earlier, but even breast implants, especially for women that are maybe experiencing some sagginess in their breasts or but whatever. What if, what if they like, if they're flat? Like you know, yeah. it's mean to say, but if all of your you know, there's a peer pressure element. Not I'm always just saying. Youth, you know? I'm just saying. There's a lot of cha- like. The, the the reason is that a lot of these people get this cosmetic surgery. I'm not saying everybody, but a no. lot of them is is chasing youth, is chasing youth. And I think that there's a fetishization of youth uh, that is tremendously unhealthy when it comes to – there's a fear of aging and, and, and looking at youth as the great ideal, like, like 20 years old. I want to look like I'm 20 all the time, that people are trying to fit into their genes from high school. Well, and I think that when you talk about aging and depending on who you are, I think of like, you know, Joan Rivers and the kind of like someone's pulling her face back on 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 both sides. And especially if you are a public figure like that and you and as you age and you're trying to hold on to that um, to that image you ha- you have, then it's like you have to increase the amount of of sort of cosmetic surgeries you have to have like oh you gotta have a chin lift and a, and a wrinkle thing and a tummy tuck and all the it can end up being like a whole bunch of them to as you say try to chase chase that useful image mm-hmm. all right um i think the last little thing i want to talk about too is uh what about the future for cosmetic surgery because this is i think is i'm sure there are examples of it of sort of things and hit throughout history but i think it's the current application it's sort of it's 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 kind of a new thing, I think, body augmentations. But extending it further, what about things like um, you know augmenting the body? Period. So uh, I want stronger arms. I'm going to cut my arms off and put robot arms in that work. I feel like in the that's future. almost that's almost a different. I feel like that's almost a different conversation because I was almost going to say take, like what about is tattooing um, cosmetic surgery? I don't. I mean, I don't think so. And, yeah, uh, and biomodification or whatever it is that you're talking about, Bo, that would be um, that to cybernetics. me. That, that's adding functionality as well. It it goes outside of the realm of okay. just. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a different one, but okay. cosmetic surgery, like, because then I was thinking about you know people who do like tongue splitting or yeah. have those balls implanted in their head to look like knobs or horns or things like that. I mean, there's people that are that are doing that for, but it, that is cosmetic surgery, I suppose. Uh, and per, and perhaps perhaps tattoo body art is as well. It's achieving it's, it's achieving an aesthetic uh, through some kind of surgical intervention to look uh, some way that you want to look. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I guess what I'm what I'm driving at is is making the choice voluntarily to modify your body in some way without the necessity of of an accident or a disfigurement or or some sort of thing that sets you back like the actual choice of being a perfectly healthy person to make changes to your body it sounds like sounds like none of us really have a 
a um, you know qualm with that or, or an issue uh, with that? Is there anything too extreme that we shouldn't do to our bodies? Uh, but sick of I, I, I think that I think that it it probably comes down to. I mean, I feel at some point you have to leave it to personal choice. If someone, in, to, to a certain extent, if someone, I may not agree, you know, I'm not going to get pectoral implants because uh, my pecs are pretty awesome. Shame. But my brother may want to. And if he does, if he really wants to get those pectoral implants, who am I to tell him he shouldn't, right? If it makes him feel better, if he likes it, if he thinks it's money well spent, um, then shouldn't he have the right to do so? So I feel like, you know, and we might say that there's too many societal pressures of you should need to look a certain way. But, and I do sort of slant, lean that way, but at a, certain, at a certain point, if it does help someone with their self-esteem issues, do they not have the right to do that? I, I sort of like disagreeing kind of with, with Bo's pre- premise in the sense that do they, do they have the right? I think that almost um, all of these cosmetic things other than, well, almost all of them, even even the the mastectomy disfigurations or whatever the the things Bo has, um, I I think that that they all come from from mental state like a mental state and that before being uh, in a situation where you're making a permanent change to your body, I feel like I feel like yes everybody should have the right to do this, but I feel like that it's almost unhealthy in that they're making. They're making a change without uh, 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 without looking inside, without going to see. Uh, it sounds I, I don't want to necessarily say a therapist, but like if you're if you're goth as a teen or something, and you wanna you wanna dye your skin or something, and then later in life you realize, hey, maybe that was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. Um, I, I think that that's I think that's frustrating uh, for you and for society at large. I think at a certain point you need to. Uh, you need to talk to someone about your mental issues or about your your self esteem problems and this sort of thing before making these giant leaps in terms of permanently transforming your body. Yeah, because that's that's what I was going to drive at, and I think uh, it's probably time to get into verdict soon. I just wanted to like from a personal experience standpoint, I had an ex girlfriend, and this isn't cosmetic surgery, but who was where who wore colored contact lenses, and it was actually a point of contention for us because I liked her natural eyes. And I actually found it irritating because the science of co- contact lenses are not perfect. So you can tell at, from the close proximity that I would be that they were fake and they would bother. Like it would actually irritate me. And I think, you know, when I think of examples like if I had a partner at the moment who was like, I want to get breast augmentation. I think I would come out against like I would actually be actively advocating not to do that. Because even though I'm in full support of what you want to do with your body, I still feel a sense of stigma about, say, getting breast implants because... I don't think th- there's a part of me that that does think that we need to to respect the fact that we're beautiful the way that we are born. Um, and there's maybe a line somewhere when, when you're disfigured in a horrible fire that makes it OK. But I don't know, like I feel like uh, sometimes a certain pressure against it. And it, I'm really very conflicted on the issue. So I, I ask you guys a lot of those questions because um, I just want to get a sense of where you guys are. Because I don't think it's 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 very easy sometimes as. Well, it's it's funny because part of me wants to wants to say I agree a lot with what with what Crofton is saying, um, and that's like that that's my yeah. my gut instinct is a little bit like oh maybe these people just have they need to figure out their self esteem issues in other ways, and then but I'm part part of me is trying to have I guess empathy for how 
for how they're feeling. And, and, and I know a lot of people say who gender transition, it's a long, it is a long process. It's not like they wake up one day and like, that's it. Um, and then they're going to go and transition. I think it's, it tends to be a, a pretty staged approach and a lot of, I think it's a very thoughtful decision that people don't, don't take lightly. Um, and, and, and it often is, is years of thought about it. And so I feel like, well, if that's, you know, if it keeps leading them there, I, I want to have empathy for them to be like, well, that's, if that's what's right for them, then maybe then they should be allowed to do it. Same for even something as simple as, as breast implants. If someone just feels like I just, I just want to have these, then, you know, I, I, I suppose I could judge them and say, well, you just need to be happy with your body, but maybe, maybe they just want to have breast implants <laughs> instead. Yeah. Okay, so um, you guys ready for verdicts? Anybody want to share anything else before we... I'm ready for verdicts. All right, so I'll take first crack at this one. I'm going to go ahead and say that cosmetic surgery is good. I have a lot of uh, mixed feelings about the subject um, because I don't... There's a part of me that likes... That I guess feels nervous around the concept in certain cases, and maybe Mike and Crofton, you both illustrated that it's about um, thinking it through and ha- making sure that this, you know, a, a, an irreversible decision uh, is not made that sort of butchers you or that doesn't really solve what's at heart of the issue. Um, but overall, I think it's good in the sense that it can allow some people who've had horrific experiences uh, some sense of uh, peace, even if it's a small amount. And um, also, I think that there's cool things in the pipeline for the future. So when the science for getting those super abs that I can break steel bars on, uh, I don't have to work out for them. I'll just go to the doctor and he'll slap on some muscles. Uh, Sign me up for that. And, uh, you know, replacement lungs for my smoking habit, too. That's not cosmetic. But, you know, I'm all for, like, just plug and play body modifications. Just quit smoking. (laughs) And work out. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. All right, so uh, I said my verdict's good. One of you are up now. Well, I'm glad that uh, your verdict is good, Bo, so you'll get right to shaving the beard and getting the surgery done, and we'll we'll support you. Shaving the um, beard? In, in terms of – sorry, I'm just doing my verdict here, buddy. It's just because it, it's hard for them to operate around the beard. Um, so my verdict on this is actually bullshit. <laughs> And I will say that that is an advance on what I came in here. As soon as that came out of the hopper, I'm like, bad. And honestly, I was even flirting with good based on some of the great points that uh, Mike and Bo made. Um, I, I really, I really think that uh, th- that I have to, I have to step away. And I, if I could remove this, the element about you know disfigured people and transgendered people. Um, from this equation and have that as a separate thing, I would love that. But in this case, I have to include them in, I have to include them in this, but the vast majority, when I hear cosmetic surgery, the vast majority uh, of cosmetic surgery that I hear about is, is people chasing, uh, you know, uh, the, the youth, the youth of um, their past, like tummy tucks, uh, facelifts, uh, laser hair removal, um, e- e- you know, breast implants, anything to make them look uh, younger and sexier and chasing and sort of an unhealthy body image. Do I think that it that 
cosmetic surgery is the root of the problem? No. But I do think that it is the sort of tragic end uh, of a problem. And while I, I believe that it can be used for certain in certain circumstances, such as transitioning, such as disfigurements for good, uh, it, it's bad enough that, that I want to label it bullshit. Yeah, um, I had a, this is this has been a surprisingly difficult one. I think I much like Croft, and I came into this one being like bad, bad, and thinking about just imagining these like I don't know, bleach blonde woman with like giant pouty lips and size triple H breasts or something like that, and thinking that you know so people that have just trying to attain this kind of like I don't, I don't know yeah. supermodel look through cosmetic surgery is what came to mind. But through our discussion, I think I have slid all the other way uh, to, to say that cosmetic surgery is good. And I, I feel like after having talked about it, that, that it just outweighs, and the fact that I've had it, I guess, through braces, <laughs> really, uh, is it's just that, it, you know, it, there's so much good that probably comes out of it from restoring people's self, self-esteem through either things like accidents or for people who just for whatever reason can't get it through accepting themselves for who for who they are. I have to accept that some people maybe just have that issue and and that I'm I'm glad it's there. Like honestly, if I if I lost an eye or something and was disfigured, I would probably be very thankful that there were surgeons out there that could could, you know, help help me feel feel better about myself by by doing a little bit of cosmetic surgery so i definitely slid all the way over and say yeah it's a good thing it was an interesting it was an interesting conversation yeah it's it's, it's a challenging subject i think because uh sometimes it, it's it represents an advancement in humanity and the sciences in a certain way and it may pave the way for some really exciting things at the same time but it, there's a lot of gross examples i think in the world there's where, there's still this issue like everything crofton said i, I definitely agree with like I really do. Uh, I just, for me, I think thinking about the people who really needed to tip the scales a bit. But good, good points all around. All right. Well, if you have a, an opinion on cosmetic surgery, uh, please email us at goodbadbs at gmail and we'll read your email on the air. And you can feel free to send us an audio file. We'll play that on the air. Or of course, uh, if you want to comment about the show or any of our previous subjects, please do so. Again, that's goodbadbs at gmail uh, you can find out more about our show at our website, gbbpodcast.com. There you can subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or RSS feed, uh, an RSS reader in any of your podcatcher sort of software. Uh, all right. I think that pretty much wraps it up, guys. Good show. Uh, Crofton, if our listeners want to find out more about you, where can they do that? They can uh, follow my insightful tweets at Croft and Steers, where I will be chronicling Bo's surgeries. What the hell, man? What did I do to you? Uh, okay, Mike, uh, if our listeners want to find out you know, more about you, where can they find you? They, uh, they, they can find me building a shrine to Bo's beard. I think it's it's becoming a deity to me. It has... It has almost mystical powers. All right. And if you want to find out more about me, you can find me at Bo Schwartz. Uh, I'll take pictures of my beard and post them on my Twitter feed for those who wish to worship. <laughs> and thank you for your, your patronage, Mike. Um, all I'm right. The first one. The, I'm, the, I'm the first, uh, what do you call it? Pilgrim? No. First pil- uh, first Apostle. Um, I'll be the Apostle of Bo's beard. Great. That's an official title. I bestow it upon the all right guys spread the gospel (laughs) so uh 
And from the beard, birds flew forth. (laughs) Moths therein lived. (laughs) On behalf of Crofton and on behalf of Michael, I'd like to say goodbye. Say bye, guys. Goodbye, my lord. The light shone forth from the beard (laughs) through the flakes of dandruff. And and through it, many a pube mound was born. (laughs) (laughs) They're not pubes, it's beard. And therein it gave shelter to the small bugs and critters that found solace within. Seriously? Did I do something between the last episode and this episode? That no, I you, like your beard. Did you guys text each other and said, hey, let's gang up on both? Because you seem to be like working together on this. <laughs>